I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me, your ticket to some of the hottest shows by award-winning playwrights. We're back with our next show, the smash hit Sexy Laundry by Michelle Rimmel. Hey, Laura, how are you? Hey, Chris, I'm well, mostly because it finally is actually feeling like spring. And I can't believe here we are. This is the last show of our season. It's gone by in a blur. I know it seems like time has really flown by, but I'm excited to end the season with a comedy that I think a lot of listeners will connect with, especially after spending a long winter stuck at home. Exactly. And we'd like to close things off with something a little funny, a little touching, and that is definitely the case with this next show. Well, we all know that sex sells, but in the case of our next play, sex, or the lack of it in an aging marriage, has helped turn this production into an international sensation. Sexy Laundry is an honest yet humorous look inside the relationship of Alice and Henry, who've hit a physical plateau after 25 years of matrimony. Armed with a sex for dummies guide, Alice convinces Henry to spend a dirty weekend in a hotel in an attempt to rev their romance. While the show first hit the stage in 2005, it has continued to be produced all over the world, including Canada, the United States, the Czech Republic, Slovenia, Germany, and Mexico. It's even been running in rap in Poland for the past 10 years. It recently had a held-over run at the Thousand Island Playhouse in Gananoque, proving that this show is timeless, and all the more relevant after so many have found themselves stuck at home with their significant other. We think it will appeal to anyone in a relationship that no longer feels new, whether it's been one year or fifty. This is Part 1 of Sexy Laundry by Michelle Rimmel, featuring Susan McFarlane and Kevin McNulty. is relaxed already what you're not making bread you're supposed to be giving me a massage i am giving you a massage doesn't it feel good well it feels fine but 
Unlike my shoulders and back and feet even, my bum is incredibly tension-free. That's because I'm a good masseur. Uh, no, that's because I have a relaxed ass. Can you do my shoulders? Uh, you're telling me how to give you a massage. I am sharing my needs with you. You're bossing me around. The book says to share. The book says to explore, too. I'm exploring your ass. Well, strike out to new territory. Ooh, ooh. How is this supposed ooh. to get me in the mood? Well, it's supposed to relax me and free us of our inhibitions. It hurts my thumbs. Ah, ah, ah. Don't push so hard. Don't tell me how to do it. Well, if you could send the first time, I wouldn't have to tell you. There. Are you relaxed? Oh, sort of, I guess. Good. My turn. What? No way! What do you mean, no way? I did you, now you have to do me. Not on the same day. Not on the same day? I relax now. It'll make me tense to give you a massage. It's your turn tomorrow. You want me to be relaxed tomorrow. We're supposed to both be relaxed to lose our inhibitions. We're not just losing your inhibitions. You're supposed to enjoy exploring my body. I did. Now you can enjoy exploring mine. Oh. Hmm. It's not relaxing to give someone a massage. Tell me about it. So it didn't turn you on to massage me? Well, sort of, I guess, but it's a lot of work. You used to love it. Well, I guess there's more to explore today. What? I, I'm kidding. I just mean the new world was discovered a long time ago, and now it's more like going to the same timeshare. You know, there's one thing you're worse at than giving a massage. Metaphor. You don't know how to make a metaphor, Henry. So? So metaphor takes imagination. That's why we're here. To make metaphors? To use our imaginations to spice things up. I thought we were here to get laid. Oh, very nice. Look, I came on this weekend because you asked me to, because things have gotten stale, as you say. I'm doing the exercises the best I can, but no one told me I'd have to write an English exam. You married an engineer, Alice, not a poet. Well, Henry, there is no English exam, but sex is communication, so maybe language is an appropriate metaphor for a sexual encounter. You were so sexy when you talked like this. I'm not trying to be sexy, Henry. I know. Oh, great. So now you don't think I'm sexy. Now it's my fault. Your fault for what? That we don't have sex. We have sex. When? When was the last time we had sex? You can't remember, can you? Sure, I can remember. I don't count like you do, Alice. We do it when we do it. Well, we don't do it much anymore. Well, maybe we don't. So? 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 You don't think that's significant, Henry? That that doesn't say something about us, about our relationship, about our marriage? We're busy people. Oh, we're just not finding the time. Is that it? You know what my job's been like lately? Somebody has to pick up the slack. Well, I've been picking up the slack of raising three children and managing a career for 25 years. So you're busy, too. But I'm not too busy to want to connect with my husband when he gets home. We connect. How? By you coming in the door and dropping your coat on the chair and turning on the TV? I like to unwind when I get home. Well, I like to unwind, too. After dinner is made and the dishes are done and Jason's in his room and I've returned all my emails and reheated your dinner, which you never eat with the family anymore, I too, Henry, like to unwind. And I'd like to unwind with my husband. So, you don't want me to do the one thing I enjoy, which is to watch the news for an hour when I get home. 
I don't mind if you watch the news. I just want to connect with you. So, sit with me. Oh, I don't find CNN or 2020 or the latest report on the hell the world's going to to be particularly relaxing. So you don't want me to watch it? No, I said I don't mind. Well, then what do you want? Well, I'd like to cuddle. Maybe give each other a foot massage. Oh, God. What is wrong with that? Alice, I'm sorry, but honestly, the last thing I want to do after being on my feet all day is to rub yours. You sit behind a desk, Henry. It's an expression, Alice. You see my point. Perhaps I would massage your feet. When, Alice? When have you ever said the word massage in reference to giving rather than receiving? When? Well, maybe if we could just cuddle. While I'm watching the news. We could cuddle on the couch. And then you would talk to me. I might. So you'd like to cuddle and talk on the couch while I'm watching the news? Yes. And then see where that leads? Possibly. So possibly we would be cuddling, talking, and having sex on the couch while I'm watching the news. That's a lot to do while I'm watching the news. Well, you don't have to watch the news. And there it is. You see, you don't want me to watch the news. I'm just saying, if something more interesting comes up, surely we can turn off the TV. Now the TV's off. Don't you think having sex with me is more interesting than watching TV? Must I relinquish one pleasure to have another? Could I not, in this godforsaken world, have both? You're the one who said we don't have any time. We can make time. When? During commercials? Well, we're here, aren't we? What? Here we are, making time. Making time to make love. But are we making love? No. What are we making, Alice? Is this love we're making? No. No. You are making me mad. I am making you mad. We are not making love. We are making mad. I'm not mad, Henry. What are you, then? I'm sad. <sighs> we'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I, I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Why do you do that? What? Why do you always say you're sad when you're mad? I am sad. I'm sad for us. You are not sad for us. You are mad at me. No, I'm not. I'm sad for us. I'm sad that we've lost something and we don't know how to find you it. You are mad at me because I come home late and watch the news and don't help enough with the kids and the house. Admit it. No, I'm not. I'm sad for what we've lost. No, oh, poor suffering Alice is sad for us while old selfish Henry is just mad at poor Alice. How, how did you get to be so good, Alice? Oh, now you're just being mean, Henry. Mean, mad, selfish Henry. Why would you want to be here with me in the first place? To reconnect, to try and find what we had. Well, we're not going to find it if you're always right and I'm always wrong. That's true. Don't agree with me. All right. Alice! Henry! Give me the sex for dummies. It's a really helpful book. I've marked some great exercises. Look, here's an easy one. Personalizing your private parts. Jesus Christ. Lovers often give each other nicknames to facilitate closeness 
and add sparkle to sex talk. Try using your lover's private pet name at a dinner party to titillate your lover. What the hell? For example, if you've called your partner's joy box... Hmm. I guess that's a woman's, you know. I don't know. I skipped the introduction. If you've called your wife's joy box Wonder Woman, work Wonder Woman into the conversation. Example, does anybody remember the last time they saw a Wonder Woman cartoon? Or, Wonder Woman is fabulous, isn't she? <laughs> you and your partner can share a secret sexy moment anywhere with your pet names. Use them often. They've got to be kidding. Would Wonder Woman pass the cream corn? Come on. I like the idea. Give me a name. You have a name. It's Alice. Henry, we both have to participate if this is going to work. It's asinine. I'm not going to use your name at a dinner party or any other place. Okay. I'll give you a name. I don't want a name. I just have to think. Where are you going? <laughs> what is this stuff again? It's aromatherapy, Arabian dreams, for ambiance. Why does this room have to smell like a third world country? Henry, it's nice. It creates an atmosphere. An atmosphere. Frank. What? That's what I'll call you. Frank? What the hell kind of name is that? It's a perfect name. It works on different levels. Frank? Frank, as in lay it on the line, straightforward, upright. <sighs> <laughs> Couldn't you think of something a little more... Frank, as in Frank and Beans. Alice. Frank, as in, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I don't like Frank. Shh, don't tell Frank that. Alice, be serious. Frank doesn't work. Oh, Frank just needs a little help getting started. Alice. Well, what would you call it? Not Frank. Well, give me a name, otherwise it's Frank. You agreed to do some of these exercises, Henry. Caesar. What? Caesar. <laughs> Caesar? Caesar. <laughs> That's what you want me to call it? You? I don't want you to call it anything, but for the purposes of ending this ridiculous exercise, I choose Caesar. <laughs> Hail Caesar! Exactly. Oh my God, Henry. Give me the book I'm picking. Certainly, Caesar. Alice. I'll have a Caesar, no croutons. Jesus, where did you get this thing? At the library. They keep stuff like this at the library? They have many different books at the library. You checked it out? No. I hid it in my bag, ran through the turnstile, and when the alarm went off, two security guards grabbed me. I had to shoot one to get away. Give it to me. Okay, here's one. Fantasy share. Let your partner's imagination flame the fires of passion. Lie back, relax, and get ready for sparks to fly as you each whisper your most intimate fantasy to one another. Okay? Okay. You go first. Why do I have to go first? Ladies first. I'd rather listen. I have to think for a minute. You start. Why? You don't have fantasies? I've got to find one I can say out loud. Yeah, well, so do I. It was your idea to come here. You start. Okay. Oh, I just have to think. Hmm. Okay. Here goes. Don't laugh. I'm, um, 
sitting in a coffee shop. I'm wearing a black leather skirt and black leather boots, silky white blouse with no bra. I'm a size eight, but the hell it's my fantasy. I'm a six. I order a coffee from a very handsome Italian waiter and he brings me my coffee and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he whispers, you are so beautiful. But he says it in Italian, you are so beautiful. And as he puts the coffee down, I catch the eye of a man watching me. I turn away. The man approaches my table and sits down and I pretend not to see him. I feel a hand on my thigh. And I look up, and I see the waiter putting the closed sign on the door. And then he takes off his apron, and I notice he isn't wearing anything underneath. And he comes over to the table. He asks me, would I like another coffee? I say no. And then he bends down and kisses the man sitting beside me. What the? It's my fantasy, Henry. And then they turn to me, and I know what they want. And I smile, and they help me with my clothes, and I sweep the coffee from the table. And then, then, um, we're together, and, um, well, uh, you know the rest. Henry? Yes. What is it? Do you want me to fill in more of the details? No, no, I get it. That's fine, fine. Was it sexy? Sexy, very sexy. Well, what then? Well, couldn't you just have a regular fantasy? You, you know, a field of flowers, a white knight, or maybe a kind of from here to eternity waves crashing sort of thing? I think you've confused sexual fantasy with a maxi pad commercial. Well, excuse me if I'm a little surprised that my wife wants to have an affair over espresso with a gay Italian waiter and some guy she's never met. It's a fantasy, Henry. It's not an affair. What if someone comes in? Comes in? To the shop while you were... The sign is on the door. If they ignored the sign. Well... I suppose they could join in, too. So now you're in a goddamn orgy. It's not real, Henry. So this is what you think about? Well, maybe if I'm thinking like that. How am I supposed to compete with that? Compete? You're not. You don't have to compete with what's in my mind. Ha. Huh. What? I don't have to compete with what's in your mind. No, you don't. Yes, I do, Alice. It's always what's in your mind or on your mind that gets us in trouble. What do you mean? Nothing ever measures up to what's in your mind, Alice, and that includes me. That's not true, Henry. Yes, it is, Alice. You have so many ideas about the way things are supposed to be. I'm supposed to be. You have ideas about how I should hang the towels. Two folds, not one. Make the bed. One fold, not two. How long I should watch TV for, what I wear, how much I should eat or not eat. You even have an idea about how I should chew ten times and then swallow. Conversation between every bite. I'm supposed to be strong but romantic, supportive but not controlling, telepathic, omniscient, send you flowers and take you dancing. What's wrong with flowers? Nothing. When they come from me, when I'm not being sent icy telepathic send me flower vibes from you. If I don't tell you, you won't do it. How do you know that? Because you don't. I might, if I had to have a chance to think about it. Besides, 
I can't dance, and maybe flowers aren't my thing. You don't even try to dance, and maybe flowers are my thing. Well, I, I don't see. Oh God, don't say it, Henry. You spend fifty bucks, and then they just die. Well, I've spent twenty-five years with you, and you're just gonna die too. But I still like having you around. I sent you flowers on your birthday. I know, but it's nice when they're not expected, you know. I know, I know. It's the thought, it's the gesture, it's that I'm thinking of you. You do think of me still, don't you, Henry? Of course, I think of you. In that way. In what way? In a sexy way. Do you think I'm sexy? Sure. I mean, I'm not the one thinking about some Italian looking to dip his biscotti into someone else's cappuccino. So, what do you think about? About you? About me? About you? About the dog? I don't care. What gets you going, Henry? Because I don't know anymore. Leather, heels, whips, chains. Do you think about that stuff? Uh, sure, sure. I'm a man. Okay, then share your fantasy. I don't like this exercise. I did mine. You promised to participate. No,、oh, for God's sakes! Just close your eyes and share what comes up. I don't want to close my eyes. Fine, whatever. Here, I'll lie here and close mine. My fantasy. My fantasy by Henry Lane. I come home from a long day at the office. My office. My corner office, with a view, a view of the new Lane Towers. I'm coming home from a long day at the office. Rich, a young guy, stops me before I get on the elevator. He says he needs a little Lane insight. I give him a few minutes, show him a different way to go. It helps. It's nothing. He shakes my hand. I come home from a long but challenging and financially rewarding day at the office. The lights on the porch are on, welcoming me into my warm but not overheated home. My wife greets me at the door with a smile. There is no concern, worry, anger, rage, disappointment, sadness, or reluctance on her face. She kisses my cheek, takes my coat, and offers me a drink. She switches on the news for me. My Ivy League college-attending daughter brings me my slippers. I notice that her clothes cover all parts of her abdomen and buttocks. At the dinner table, I tell a story and my children laugh. I think I'm funny and wise. I reprimand my young son gently but firmly for his elbows on the table. My wife smiles and nods in appreciation. We know how lucky we are. The kids do the dishes. My wife speaks gaily about her day, her charity work at the non-denominational church we attend regularly. The large commission she's earned from her latest real estate deal, a part-time job she holds for the sheer love of it, not because things are tight and we need the extra income. She asks my opinion about the decor in the living room. I understand what she's talking about. I give a sage answer about sizeal carpet that pleases her into giving me a back rub, with no expectations. We curl up in bed together, each with a good book. We read, content. In our shared silence, Henry. Henry, do you have one yet?、Uh, what? 
Have you thought of a fantasy? I don't know. Just start with where you are. Um, I'm sitting in a room. A room? A room. I'm sitting on a bed. Mm, what kind of room? A room with a bed. A bedroom. Is it our bedroom? Describe it. No, it's a hotel bedroom. I'm sitting on a bed in a hotel room. And? And the door opens. What are you wearing? I'm wearing a bathrobe and pajamas. Are you going to let me do this? Okay. The door opens. The door opens and the maid comes in and she's gorgeous. Gorgeous? Yeah. The gorgeous maid comes into the room. Well, gorgeous is pretty descriptive. Yeah, well... You, you can't describe the room, but all of a sudden the imaginary maid is gorgeous? Do you want me to stop? What is she wearing? What? Uh, she's wearing a maid's uniform. Is that all? Ah, uh, she has on high heels, um, a leather apron. Oh, so she's not really the maid. Who is she? I don't know, a gorgeous woman in a maid's uniform. It's your fantasy. Uh, so she comes in and... God, I don't know. What does she say? Um, if you'd like turn-down service, press... Press me hard, Henry. Oh, and she knows your name. What do you say? They charge for that? What? They actually have a turn-down service fee? A fee? Where did you find this place? Henry, what happened to the maid? I don't know. She's waiting for a goddamn tip like everyone else in this hotel. Henry, you're not even trying. That was part one of Sexy Laundry by Michelle Rimmel. Parts two and three are available now on Play Me. You can also find Play Me on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius XM. There, you can hear award-winning plays in every genre on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. and Wednesdays at 11 p.m. We hope you're tuned in. Sexy Laundry was written by Michelle Rimmel. It featured Susan McFarlane and Kevin McNulty. Andrew McIlroy directed the original theatrical production. Sexy Laundry was first produced by the Belfry Theatre in Victoria, B.C. and the Arts Club in Vancouver. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. Thanks for listening. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Theatre or Instagram at PlayMePodcast. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. A special thanks to our CBC producers, Sarah Clayton, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is R.F. Norani. Our senior director is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.